Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this week's episode, we catch up with Dr. Frank Campion to get an update on some of the performance and management decisions on the Better Farm Programme as we head into midsummer period. We discuss the land performance on the lowland flocks of date, as well as some of the challenges faced and how that influenced performance. Frank highlights how lamb weaning weights can affect management decisions for the season and how checking on the proportion lambs that fall into various weight categories is a useful check on farms at the moment. We move on to discuss the flocks on the hillside of the programme and how they've performed to date. Finally, finishing up discussing their options for selling or finishing lambs later in the season. We start off, however, with Frank discussing some of the current activities on the farm at this time of the year. On the lowland flocks over the last couple of weeks, it's it's been weaning, um, and I suppose they've been weaning kind of a range of laminates going from the first of March up to the twentieth of March. So the lads have been weaning from I suppose the beginning of last week, and you know we'll have most of them will be weaned by the end of this week. And I suppose at this stage, then it's about getting lambs weaned and getting the grazing rotation set up for the summer. And then on the hill flocks, it's probably slightly quieter. Seven week weights are all completed. You know, so, some lamb sheep, yours and lambs are gone back to the hill. And I suppose we'll be looking towards weaning them now at the end of this month and the start of August. Frank, just like we're coming up to weaning, it's been a bit of a hit and miss spring so hard so far. You're doing a lot of weaning and performance recording them. Just maybe set the picture for me, like with the lowland flocks first. How have they performed up to seven weeks and you're at the weaning weights at the moment, I assume? Yeah, so, so we're currently collecting the weaning weights at the moment. We've only a couple of them in and analysed, but up to seven weeks land performance was 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 generally good across the flocks. You know, we were averaging about 295 across across all the flocks. You know, in that range, anywhere from just shy of two, just around 270 all the way up to 320 grams a day in, in twin twin bear, twin bear yours. <coughs> and, um, you know, that was a very good performance to seven weeks. I suppose the challenge then for the lads was they got them to seven weeks doing well, was to keep that going until 14 weeks, get another seven weeks of good performance in them. And naturally, we'd, we'd expect a, a drop off in performance. That's a that's going to happen anyway, but it's trying keep that to as minimum as possible and that basically from that point that came down to good grassland management you know what we're seeing from the first couple of flocks we weighed is yeah look at some of the flocks probably didn't hit the heights we would have liked them to hit after what we saw at seven weeks but you know in general performance looks good you know and we're reasonably happy with what's coming back in it, look it was challenging but some flocks actually managed quite well they kept enough supply in front of them and growth rates held others frank is it, it was a down to just Torn out grass supply or just challenges throughout that early spring period. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a mix, a mixture of both here. And you know, I think when we went, when we looked from zero to seven weeks, probably grass growth rate at that stage wasn't as as heavy as other years, as as, as strong. And that probably made its brought its own challenges, and supposed in keeping letting grass in front of the sheep. But it also meant that quality was very good. You know, supplies were never getting ahead of us. We were always going into nearly optimum covers and getting and getting good great great quick quick on it and moving on quickly. But this was once we got past that seven week point, growth rates picked up quickly. The supply of grass and farms kind of jumped ahead of lads very, very quickly and we ended up taking out a lot of paddocks, making a lot of silage, trying to keep quality in it. You know, and that probably made it give its own challenges then to try and keep the quality right in front of the flock. And as we went through the June and really right up towards weaning, we probably saw a bit of a seesaw effect insofar as picking the drier farms, growth rates Start to tail off, still were ahead of demand, but you know, it's probably people were keeping one eye on it to make sure that they kept enough grass in front of flocks as as we waited for the rain that eventually came at the weekend. Yeah, look, we, we've seen a change last week too, and certainly quality has become challenging as conditions got drier. Frank, mm-hmm. like as they, as they come up close to weaning, them first couple of growth rates in, what are they looking like in the flocks? 
Yeah, so look, the first couple of growth rates are, are ranging from just around 265 up to 280 grams a day from birth until weaning for twin for twin lambs. And look, at you know, coming from grass-based system where neither the O's or the lambs are being supplemented, that's good performance, you know, and that will be in, in line with what we'd see in previous years. And I suppose the big thing we do here at this stage is we look at the growth rates and we look at the average weights, all right, but it's kind of break down the weights for the farmer. So it's, an average can hide a lot of things and can tell the, Maybe you can tell whatever story we wanted to in a way, but, you know, it's to look at, well, how many, what percentage of the lamb crop is less than 25 kilos? You know, what percentage of that lamb crop is the real small ones that we're going to be still looking at in the back end of the year? What percentage of the lambs are sitting kind of 25 to 30? How many of the lambs are 30 to 35? And how many of those lambs are the 35 kilo plus lamb that we know are going to be very easy to finish and get off the farm quickly? You know, and that, that probably tells the real, the real story for these flocks. And over the years, we'll have seen a big range where we'll, of where the lambs sit. And that's going to dictate our plan for the summer to a large degree, how we're going to manage these lambs, how we're going to get them finished. And, you know, that's, I suppose, looking at that, that looks quite good at the minute. And a couple of flocks we have done, we're looking at, you know, 60 plus percent of the lambs being 30 kilos plus, you know. So, you know, that's reasonably good performance coming off a grass basis. That's actually a useful thing. Like for ones, for farmers out there that are performance going on, just the vast majority that won't have that growth rate detail. Yeah. It's a very simple system to do. Like it's to just take that breakdown of how many, lambs fall into each category and that tiles you indicated there it has a big implication on finish times and indeed your options for them lambs well it, it does like it does you know and like but just if we take one of the the flocks for example you know we're looking at only nine percent of the lambs less than 25 kilos so look at it's still some lambs that are kind of going to be a problem but it's a small number of lambs but we've seen over the years where that figure could be double that you know and that's you know where we've had a problem during the season and then that changes the challenge because now you're looking at having you know a big portion of your lamb crop that are realistically still going to be there in October, November, you know, particularly on a highly stocked farm, maybe where that grass at that stage is going to be coming tight. You know, you're going to have to look at what are your feeding options during the summer. Do you cash in on some of the store prices the year goes on? Whereas we look at another one of the flocks this year where we've, we have, you know, probably 80% of the lambs, 30 kilos plus a really good performance. You know, a lot of those lambs are going to finish relatively quickly over, over the summer into the autumn. And that changes the options, I suppose. We can be afford to run on, on on grass only with those for a lot longer, finish a lot more of those lambs. We needn't be panicking as much about how many lambs are we going to be left with at the tail end of the year. And that's a thing any flock can do realistically here. And, you know, it's, it's about going out and picking out your picking out your lambs, throwing a few of them into the scales, and you get an idea very quickly of where you're sitting, what proportion are sitting in the weight brackets. And you indicated they're like a proportion, a small proportion of light lambs are not a big issue to carry through to the back end. Indeed, it may be the advisable thing to do with them, but... It's, it's a case of how many come into that category. Look, at I suppose weaning, Frankie, we're talking about grass quality in that. For a management point of view, for them lowland flocks weaning, that gives them a lot more options in terms of grazing pressure and how tight they actually push them lambs. Oh, exactly. That's And that's the thing, like, you know, we often, I suppose often people who look at it and say, I oh, look at it, I'm not panicked to wean, there's loads of grass and the lambs are on the O's, they seem to be doing well. But realistically, once you get to this stage, you know, the 14 weeks after lambing, you're, you're only punishing the, the lamb really by leaving them on the O. Now that they're weaned, it reduces demand for grass in the farm. What our lads will be doing now is we'll be put lambs will be going ahead of the O's. They'll be going into nice leafy covers, eight, nine, ten centimeters. They'll only be forced to graze that out to five and a half, six centimeters, you know, short residency periods, and then they'll move on and it'll be the O's that'll follow behind it'll clean them paddocks out into four, four and a half centimeters. And then the O's will be doing the hard part on it. The lambs will be only getting the the best of the grass and that'll optimise the performance of them and we'll get the best growth rates out of them. They're not competing with the O's the big thing I think at this point no. of the year like you're, you're right yeah. there. Look Frank if we just flip over to the hill flock side of it what's the scene been like for them lads this year? 
Yeah, so look at I suppose on the hill flock side of it, as I mentioned earlier, we seven week weights are done, and look at by and large they were they were okay, but you know back slightly on what we would would have seen last year maybe. Um, I suppose it, for the lads now, most of them have the single iron yos and lands are gone back to the hill, you know, and most of them will have still have twins down on green ground or enclosed ground on the end of the hill. I suppose the the growth rates we saw this year weren't weren't bad. I suppose the average for single for single rear yos and lambs in the flocks was 270 grams a day. You know, so it's it's still reasonable performance, but I suppose the challenge and the comment that came back from a lot of the, the hill farms was look at May was quite by by May standards, maybe the weather was comparatively harsh and a bit a bit cold, cooler than they'd usually be, and it found they might they found it slightly harder to get lambs to perform. I suppose the other side of it from our side of the programme too is that we have a number of flocks that are new to the programme from the hill side of it and we're trying to I suppose change them more into a hill flocks and move them from having more crossbred joes into more pure hill hill yos and that's going to mean their growth rates will come back slightly too but those yos will still be performing very well for a hill system. That's going to have a safe knock on particularly if you're just looking at it in the context of land performance so it'll drop it back slightly in them flocks. It will yeah it will and look at you know for for these lads the the big challenge now will be will be the performance up to weaning. And if you come back to the same story as we do with the lowland lads, we'll have a, an average and we'll have a growth rate from them. And that'll be very important to those flocks and those individual flocks for making their farm plans and their management decisions next year. But the big figure they're going to come out with is too is, you know, what's the breakdown of the lambs? How many lambs are we sitting in that less than 25 kilo category? How many are 25 to 30, etc.? And, you know, I suppose what they'll do then is we'll have a look, um, get them weaned in early August have a look at where they're sitting down and then have a look at store lamb price, have a look at grass supplies on the farm, have a look at facilities on the farms for finishing finishing lambs and make a decision as to what's the best way to sell sell that lamb crop that's going to maximise the, the return to the farm. You know, and it's look at it comes back to the same story we have with the lowland flocks here. And there's often a temptation there to leave those lambs off with the O's, maybe particularly when they're on the hill, say, I oh, look at I leave another few weeks and see this price change. But realistically when you get to that stage, you know, you're only leaving lambs compete with Joe's, you're only putting more pressure on yours that need to start recovering ahead of mating and that's particularly important in the hill context so it'll be important that they wean on time too in, in early August It's getting the, that yew flock back right for tipping again particularly yeah. time of year where grass get more limited but or feed supplies exactly. get more limited Frankly uh, some of these farmers look at obviously there will be a lot of them lambs going to storage so they will be back in this year and you want as many as that higher heavier weight category as you can for them going through but some of them farmers did take the option over the last number of years to finish in proportion of lambs as well on the farm so I suppose they're looking at that mixture again of how many lambs do in each category coming into this back end. Yeah, that's exactly it, Kieran. Some of them do have the facilities to finish and looked at that option and it worked quite well for them. And, you know, it will depend on what weight the lambs come back at weaning time, you know, what proportion of those lambs have we that are maybe 30 kilos plus, you know, and that will feed into the decision and that will be, we'll also have a look at what I suppose the, the price for stores is, what the supply of grass on the farm is, how many yards we have, and all those decisions will, will feed into it. But, you know, where there are facilities to finish lambs on the farm and we get a good proportion of them into good weights at weaning time, it becomes a very live option for, for the lads. I see, certainly, hopefully, they're looking for a good back in for store prices this year anyway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very good, Frank. Thanks very much for your time today. No problem. Thanks for having me, Karen. Okay, we'll finish things up at this point. Again, for anyone who wants more information on the Better Farm programme, you can go to the sheep section on Chagos website and the Better Farm section has its own page. Again, updates on the programme are included in the Chagos Sheep newsletter that comes out on a monthly basis. That's also available on the Chagos website, as well as the grass growth rates that are coming out on a weekly basis at the moment. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any updates on the sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagos Sheep. 
I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and listen in to any of our episodes.